Welcome to Explore Radio. I'm Jeff St. Clair. They're the largest of the great apes, imposing and impressive gorillas, inspire fear and admiration. But local researchers say they also serve as models of gentleness and family harmony. In this week's Explore Radio, we look at Ohio's role in gorilla conservation and visit the gorillas in our midst. I have this this irrational lack of fear of gorillas. Instead, Kristen Lucas, director of conservation and research at the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo, oozes affection for the massive animals. Here they come. Oh. We're watching Cleveland's four gorillas amble into their glass enclosure, including the resident male. Here's the big guy, Makolo. Look at him. He's got such a sweet face. Through the glass, the 32-year-old silverback takes a long look at Lucas. How are you? His calm presence conveys power. He is so impressive. He's got this really tall sagittal crest, which is the part of his head that protrudes out and really gives the silverback their signature look. And there is research that shows that females prefer males that have taller sagittal crests and, believe it or not, that have really muscular butts. (laughs) Mokolo had been a bachelor for 23 years until 2017 when Frederica was brought in from the Miami Zoo. And when Makolo met her for the first time, he was stunned, needless to say. And she just did a great job of kind of coaching him on remaining calm and, and maybe, you know, pushing back if he pushed too hard as he was awkwardly working through his new role as the silverback male of, of females. Lucas heads the American Zoo Association Species Survival Plan for Gorillas. The group monitors the welfare of the 350 gorillas in U.S. zoos, decides where they'll live, and when to breed them. Her research in Cleveland has helped zoos better manage bachelor males, improve gorilla diets, and teach gorilla moms to be better mothers. It's the kind of expertise that began more than 60 years ago with the arrival of the world's first captive-born gorilla. I think it provided hope. Audra Meinelt is a curator at the Columbus Zoo. She's talking about the birth of Colo, who not only was the first gorilla born in a zoo, but when she died in 2017, at the age of 60, was the oldest gorilla known. Meinelt spent nearly 20 years with Colo. She was the queen of the zoo, and she acted as such. Meinelt was captivated by Colo, and by her many descendants. To some degree, they provide an ideal that I think a lot of us wish we could be more like. There's a lot of wonderful, peaceful aspects to gorilla society. It's a dynamic first observed by gorilla researcher Diane Fossey, heard here in a documentary made shortly before her death in 1985. A high degree of tolerance and harmony is seen as the family members gather to enjoy each other's company. It is a tranquil time and grooming has begun. Fossey spent many hours talking with gorillas in the wild, mimicking their vocalizations. <laughs> Gorilla communication also speaks volumes to the Cleveland Zoo's Kristen Lucas in her studies of family dynamics. They have a laugh vocalization that sounds kind of like ours, but almost reverse. So we would laugh, you know, ha, ha, ha. And a gorilla laughs, ah, 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 ah. So you hear a, a huge silverback gorilla, ah, ah, tickling and playing with a little infant. Lucas is board secretary of the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund International, which continues Fossey's work with mountain gorillas in Rwanda and the Congo and in efforts to save the species. Lucas also directs the American Zoo Association's Gorilla Conservation Program. She says gorillas in zoos 
are ambassadors of their species, meeting us face to face. And maybe you look straight into their dark brown eyes and you, you see, wow, there's 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 a lot going on there. This this reminds me of myself. And maybe you realize they're not just nameless things. You start to understand th- these are individuals that have personalities that ha- that are important members of their social units and their families. Gorillas, she says, remind us that saving their native mountains and forests help us save ourselves. The remaining gorillas in the wild are under assault from deforestation, war, poaching, and now decimation from the West African Ebola outbreak. Zoos, through the work begun here in Ohio, may sadly someday be their final refuge. I'm Jeff St. Clair with this week's Explore Radio.